well, we look pretty live to me. I do. Can I, can anyone hear us, Chad? Hello, Chad. Hello. Hello, Shawshank. How you all doing? I'm a bit sick again. <laughs> That's what happens when you get caught in a winter storm, I suppose. This is true. <coughs> Hello, welcome to Slightly Something Else, everyone. Welcome to a new year of Slightly Something Else. Oh my gosh. My gosh, it's 2023. I can't believe it. Did you know 2022 will yeah. be the last year that can be conveyed with only two different numerals until 2111? Oh, none of us are going to be there then. We will no, be long dead. No, we will then. all be dead by then. You I, hope will. You, I hope you appreciated being able to only use two numerals to convey the year while you had it, because you won't be experiencing that again. No, my fingers. That's too many numbers. Uh, yes, how was your Christmas, buddy? I know I just asked you off air, but let's let's do it on air as well. On air, uh, I, I t it was it was great. Got to spend a lot of time with family. Got to relax. Caught up on movies. My plan was to catch up on a bunch of games uh, I, I missed from last year. And then I just played a bunch of Marvel Snap and Persona 5 on uh, Switch, and I consider that a mission accomplished. Hmm. Yeah. I was, I was like, stuck in the mountains with my laptop, so I did some work on Starstruck Nagabond and wrote some extra well, punctuation good. and stuff. That's and nice. Was, yeah, you didn't have to worry about any ZPs or EPs or anything for that week, so that's always nice. And I played a completely random game, because I was looking for, like, uh, low-tech stuff that would work on the laptop. I played a completely random thing called Vomitorium. Oh, which what? is like a first-person Doom-like first-person shooter, okay. inspired by the art style of Bexinski, just like Scorn was. Oh, neat! Uh, Metroidvania uh, open-world thing. It's kind of oh, fun. That's cool. Hang on. Uh, fun fact: Bexinski uh, is from the same uh, little village that my mom is from, and I went to a little Bexinski museum when I visited there. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's like the hero of that town. It's a weird hero for like a sleepy Polish town to have, but I guess well, it's, he's someone who made it out. Think what you can get, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Did I mention I was born in the uh, county where Shakespeare was born? No, that's cool. That's a uh, someone to name drop. If you, if it weren't for Shakespeare, would you have been the most famous person from that county? And do you still think you're more? Do you think you're more famous than Shakespeare? No, I think the most famous person from my town was the guy who played. Uh, Officer Crabtree in the British sitcom Allo Allo. <laughs> More famous than, than you? And, and Shakespeare? He went to my school Possible. as well, actually. Oh, really? He yeah. was clearly older than you, though, right? Well, I actually don't, I don't know oh, what that yeah. show is, so I don't know if he was older than you. Okay. Well, anyway, let's get on topic, shall we? Yes. Because uh, we thought we'd go for a nice, basic, uh, standard sort of New Year topic that, where you would yeah. do most of the talking. Yeah, exactly. We have uh, we have ideas for 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 larger, more discussion based topics. But considering you're feeling a little bit under the weather, um, you know what? I'm just gonna run down because I like keeping big old lists of games, and I like I'm I'm kind of weird when it comes to that data. So I have a big old calendar of games that are locked in place coming out this year, all the way through uh, June, and then some other games with nebulous dates. Mm -hmm. And I figure we can just run down them, and then you can kind of you can you can weigh in. You can give your yays, your nays. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of nays. You just sound like a horse. Well, I certainly do sound hoarse. Ah, patooch. Um, yeah, and before before we get started, as as Nick posted uh, in the chat, thank you guys so much uh, for all, all I already see donations and membership renewals and super chats, and, and we're having a big Patreon push this month. So, uh, you know, if you can, please join us there. And, uh, you know, most recently, you guys helped fund uh, us playing uh, Sea of Thieves 
Jack, Yahtzee, Nick, and myself. Uh, we are just locking down the timing of that, but it will be starting this month. Um, we It probably won't be in the same Monday afternoon slot that uh, Pulsar was because Jack has prior commitments. I believe it has to do with children, um, but we'll, we'll find a nice time that works for I, you know what? I think you should be able to loan out your children for for a couple what, months on what, end. Like it, like the petting zoo or something. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think if you, we should be able. To, maybe that's like we'll we'll have that be a stretch goal. Loan out our children to petting zoos. Right, rent them out to yeah. fill out the parties of unpopular children's birthdays. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, all right, so let's get started. Uh, you know, we there used to be a time where January and February were slow. And uh, it was a time for us to catch up on things and to sort of get the year going on a slow note. Uh, that's not the case anymore. Uh, oh, February specifically this year is very busy. You have a, you have a couple weeks until okay. shit hits the fan. Um, we're starting off the year on on the thirteenth. One Piece Odyssey. You probably don't have to worry about that. You probably, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna assume you haven't watched all fifteen hundred episodes of One Piece. Uh, no, I have seen it's not an, a piece. It's an anime of about piece. pirates. It's an I, anime I was, about pirates. I knew yeah. that much from as yeah. as and this is a big open world RPG, I believe. Um, <clears throat> more importantly, January 19th, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden are coming to right. Switch and Xbox and PC. And I guess well, Persona I, 4 is already well, there. I but... ain't going to review those because I already did Persona 4 Golden. You aren't. But I, I'm going to be honest. I'm very excited to replay those games because I have a head injury. And uh, that's how that works with me. Uh, first big game of the year, though. January 20th, Fire Emblem Engage. The first Fire Emblem since 2019's uh, Three Houses, which sort of blew up, and, and that's the, the game that kind of made that franchise as big as it is now. Did you play any of Three Houses? Did you care about that? I played it a little bit. I never really got into it. Okay. Uh, like, I... <clears throat> I started the game, and then I did, like, a tutorial battle, and then I spent, like, two hours walking around talking to every anime person, and then... Yeah. And I got really bored. There's a lot of that talking. Pretty much in between battles, you just go around your, your school... You talk to all your students, hmm. and it's you do some like you do a little flirting, and it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable because I'm like I am a teacher, and I feel like I am stretching the boundaries of this relationship, and I'm I'm not a fan of it. Uh, well, this is uh, Japan's like <laughs> Japan. Go to Japan. You can romance your teacher in Persona. It's fine. Um, but yeah, this seems like it is kind of going back to the roots, where it's going to be less of the the sort of social sim elements and more of going back to just forming an army and going into battle. And it's big thing is it's kind of like a victory lap for fans of the franchise because you can kind of summon the ghosts of a bunch of uh, the old protagonists like oh, Marth and Roy and Myleth and all that. Okay, okay. Sounds, sounds like a cash-in to me. Uh, it kind of does sound like a cash-in. And the worst thing about it is the protagonist has this hair that is half red and half blue and looks like Colgate toothpaste, and I hate it. I that, hate how the protagonist looks. That sounds lame as hell. That sounds lame as hell. Speaking, no, <laughs> speaking of lame as hell, January 24th, Forspoken, which is a game that has been off delayed. That is uh, Square's uh, upcoming action RPG Isekai about uh, a girl from, I believe, present day New York who gets pulled into a fantasy world, um, has a sort of a, a real time action system, kind of like Final Fantasy 15, and a lot of banter. People have been really talking about how this game, I know you don't like the banter, this game, a lot of banter. I'm noticing a uh, a weeby theme to your announcement so far. Uh, this wasn't even this wasn't me. Like this is this is a shared calendar that Nick and I have, and 
<laughs> these are just the first couple of games. I, well, don't, I don't know, know what how, to tell you. Well, you know how the weeb games always fill in the cracks between the big AAA stuff. That's true. That's true. You know what they say about <laughs> weebs? Great at talking. Um, something decidedly not weeby, though. January 27th, the Dead Space remake. Ooh, uh, is that even going to be worth playing now that we've got the Callisto Protocol? Said, <laughs> because no one can tell if it's being sarcastic at the moment. Do you think... The Callisto Protocol being received, I would say, relatively negatively by a majority of people. Do you think that's like the best thing that could have happened for this Dead Space remake? Like, I do you think, think the runway is there for them? I think it's definitely set it off on the right foot, which means it's uh -huh. got everything to lose by being shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've liked how surprisingly open EA has been with the development of this. They've done like a lot of like behind the scenes showing the game in progress showing like really rough footage um how uh, how remakey is it is it like a full on ground up everything's different or is it just a remastering of all the of the old game so this is going to be where i feel like you and i disagree on what this definition is <laughs> um i don't think they're mechanically changing that much and i think like a walkthrough of the original game would still work on this game However, it is like a completely new engine and and like graphically it looks like a brand new game and I'm pretty well, sure I, it is. Well, how am I general. supposed to review it in a way that sounds different to my original review? Um well your original review probably like wasn't in like 1080p, right? So just uh, just remaster your original review in 1080p and there you go, you have this. It's it's fine. Um yeah, I don't like, I'm trying to think of what even to compare it to, like, the Wind Waker HD remake, but even Wind Waker had, like, quality of life changes and, mm. uh, you know, like, fast sale stuff, and it, and it cleaned up a lot of the back half of the game, so, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, the Demon Souls remake is probably the closest thing, as Shawshank says. How did you review the Demon Souls remake? Did you review the Demon Souls remake? Yeah, because I, never, I didn't really review the first one properly, because it was before <laughs> I realized that I really like Dark Souls. I mean, I so I was able to review. I reviewed the, the original world. as like someone who didn't know what the hell was going on, and I reviewed yeah. the remake as someone who was a huge fan of Dark Souls. Can't really do that mm -hmm. with Dead Space. Uh, just pretend you've never played it. Just lie to people. That's easy, right? Having said that, I barely remember what I said about the original Dead Space. It was so long ago. I mean, there was that 2008. I think that's 14 years ago. That's so old. That's that's so long ago. Um. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, especially in, in, when with Close to Protocol kind of leaving a, a sour taste in folks' mouth. I'm also intrigued by if this does really well, are they just going to remake two? And if that does really well, are they going to fix three and make like a good version of three? Like, what are we going to do there? Well, uh, don't they have to be true to the original spirit? I mean, yeah, but my, not if the this, this is the question I have for the Resident Evil series. Are you going to remake five and all that came with it? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm mostly intrigued by what the hell. Res we'll get to Resident Evil Four in a little bit, but <clears> what <throat> that remake is going. Pretty much everything they've shown so far is from the first like two hours of the game, uh, and I'm just intrigued by like what's going to happen when they get to the castle and the island. Like that game gets very like we talked about. That game gets very strange, and are they going to adhere to the strangeness, or are they going to, um, you know, try to make it kind of gritty and grim and realistic but and it'll probably yeah. be strange the way resident evil 8 was strange because it was basically resident evil 4 again but with the resident evil 7 sensibilities yeah yeah and i guess you're still able to do some strange stuff like the big the the, the big old 
large man who was who was your vendor. I don't remember what his his name was. He was large though. He was great. He, he was, just showed up everywhere. He was the Duke. The Duke. That was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the Duke. Um, February third, uh, Dead Island two, a game that has been in That's development been in, hell for a very long time. It certainly has been. I remember when the first uh, pre-rendered trailer for that came out with the dude jogging. Yeah, that was like. Seven, eight, nine E3s ago. That was a really was long a time ago. Crazy by the time ago. That was when it was still under Jaeger, I think. Yeah, and I think that was before like Dying Light even, and, mm. and we've gotten two Dying Light games since then. Um did you did you like the original Dead Island? Do you have any sort of desire not, to go back to that? Not really. The only thing anyone remembers about it is that it had a cinematic trailer that was entirely unrepresentative of the eventual game. Yeah. This is this is true. Um, speaking of, uh, I don't know if you saw there was a news bit. Did we talk? Maybe we might have talked about this on a, on a, a episode of Breakout right before a break. But um, two people are suing the makers of the movie Yesterday. Do you remember that movie? That was about like a guy yeah. who wakes up. He's in a world where the Beatles don't exist. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so they're suing the the creators of that movie because. Uh, the trailers uh, uh, said that this actress, Ana de Armas, who was in like Knives Out, the most recent Bond movie, was in the movie, but her scenes got cut from the final movie, and so she is not in the movie. And so uh, they are suing the company for false advertising, and like the Supreme Court is allowing the suit to go through. Um, well, it's a good place to start. I mean, there are so many uh, like uh, big money media that just flat out lie about what they're going to have in them. It's probably good that some kind of legislation, legislative precedent could be set. So that's like, and if that is able to go over to games, like what are we going to do when we got all the bullshit trailers? Like video yeah. games are notorious for that. Like even like for everything from AAA games, like you said, the, the, the Dead Island game or... Um, I think the mobile game uh, market would immediately collapse. If 100%. Trailers, if trailers had yeah. to be truthful about the yeah. game. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So... Um, curious to see how that how that pans out, and then if that actually has any impact on games. My gut says it's not going to actually change anything, but uh, I don't know, just interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, February tenth is Hogwarts Legacy. Um, how, are, you, are you are you a big Hogwarts guy? I'm not. Uh, I've read all the Harry Potter books up until sure. like the last one when I realized I absolutely didn't give a shit. You read six of them, and you just didn't read the seventh one. I guess I just. That's just the point where I lost interest. You were so close to the finish line. It's it's funny because I remember like for the first few books I was hooked. I was reading sure. late into the night. It's a it's yeah. a real page turner, you know. Yeah. Whatever you think of J.K. Rowling, she's good at real page turning fiction. Mm-hmm. But I just stopped caring. I don't, yeah. I can't really explain why. And um, Hogwarts Legacy, yeah, that's part fuel to my uh, theory that cozy games are sort of. The next big thing. Mm. Yeah, Hogwarts itself had a very cozy vibe. Yeah, I get a very it's... cozy vibe from yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. I wonder if you uh, have be able to pick a Harry Potter waifu. <laughs> Aren't you all supposed to be children? I guess as long as you're also a child, then it's fine, right? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't stop Fire Emblem Three Houses, does it? Nah, this is also true. This is also true. Yeah, and you're a student. You're not a. You're not a teacher, so that's gonna be fine. Um, well, that's fine. Then uh, you could have romances in Bully. Remember Bully? Where you I do were remember stu- Bully. Where you were like a teenager in a school and you could have romances and it was just like wholesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, you could, like hold romances. hands under the bleachers. Yeah. yeah. That sounds nice. Show each other um, your genitals. 
Oh, I, you, you went from wholesome to that, which just changed a bunch hey, I'm of... Just, I'm just being realistic, man. You are being realistic. Yeah, I bet there's a bunch of genital showing in, in Hogwarts. This is Although this is like, I think Hogwarts like 100 years ago, so I don't know what was going on back then. I don't even know if people had genitals back then. Just hike up um, the robes and uh, away you go. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's a game that got revealed or leaked like years and years ago. So uh, finally coming out now, obviously, like you said, it has all the... The, the stench of J.K. Rowling around it, but um, uh, I don't know. This seems like, like you mentioned, when when I was young, I read through the books, and so this would have been like my dream game, like fifteen twenty years ago. Um, yeah, it's a bit I, up to the fact, isn't it? I mean, it feels like societally we sort of moved on from that. Yeah, except for yeah. I mean, no one cares about fans. those. No one cares about those, like those Fantastic Beasts movies, like had mm. diminishing returns, and they kept hiring actors who were terrible, like terrible people in real life. And then they've eventually—I uh, don't even know if they're making any more of those. I feel like HBO is just going to reboot Harry Potter as like a seven, a seven-season series. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, if I had to put money down, I bet this is one of the five best-selling games of the year. Though I think this game will sell gangbusters. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, February 16th is Wild Hearts, a, a poorly named game because there's a lot of things named Wild Hearts and Wild at Heart. Uh, but this is, um, this is, uh, uh, Omega Force and Koei Tecmo's, uh, take on, uh, Monster Hunter published by EA, weirdly enough. So EA is publishing, uh, Omega Force. That is the, the, the folks who make all the Dynasty Warriors and Musou games. Uh, and Wild Hearts is very much a, like, a, a co-op monster hunter-like set in like feudal japan where you're going after like japanese mythological beasts uh the gameplay they've shown so far looks really cool if you like monster hunter and i don't think you're not a big monster hunter guy are you yeah i've bounced yeah. off it yeah well especially those games seem to be best enjoyed uh with with others and i think you are like me where i don't want to play games with others Pretty games much. games are between me and my god um so i, I think casey you'll be excited for that one though and then, uh, speaking of heart, uh, February twenty first is Atomic Heart. Um, ah, now, yeah, yeah, that's the, the game. I don't one, think yeah. is real. <laughs> um, yeah, the... this is sort of the like Bioshock meets Fallout, but with like a Soviet bloc uh, yeah. aesthetic to it. Um, all the footages look really cool, but I just don't. I don't. I it just doesn't seem like this game should work with such a small team. Uh, what, what do you think about so... it? Uh, it's been mostly pre-rendered stuff so far, isn't it? Yeah, like IGN uh, finally got like a hands-on preview uh, the other month, and they said it it ran really good. And they said it's really cool. So um, I, you I, can I do a lot of things with the public asset libraries these days. Yeah, I mean that is true. We were talking about how how smaller teams are able to make things that look uh, you know pretty stunning. So and it does feel like there's a uh, you know, there's there's kind of a vacuum left in the Bioshock likes. We haven't gotten one of those in a while. And, you know, obviously we got Judas announced recently that Ken Levine's finally coming back. But the next proper Bioshock game, you know, has been in a weird kind of limbo. Yeah, and I announced like, limbo for almost 10 years. And like nine different System Shock remakes and System Shock sequels. 
Yeah, supposedly the System Shock remake is coming out. Or is this a System Shock 2 remake? I think a System Shock 1 remake supposedly coming out this spring. But it got, like, kickstarted back in 2016. And so I'm just like, is this is this actually coming out now? Like, can we, can we trust any of this? I don't know. Who knows? I feel like part of me is starting to become uh, not jaded, but more discerning. Like you. I feel like you're discerning, right? Yeah. That's a yeah, good thing. I'm a, I'm a discerning gentleman. Yeah, yeah. So I think we can all we can all use a little bit of all use a little bit of discerning. Um, a day after that, on February twenty second, the PSVR two comes out, which is kind of like Sony's almost treating as like a console launch. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any excitement for that? I'm not getting it. <laughs> um, so far, the only thing that looks like it will only be on there that looks really cool is the, they're doing a Horizon game on there, Horizon Call of the Mountain, uh, which uh, is uh, a Horizon game in VR, which do could you, be cool. You... I, you know, I always thought that if Sony's first-party studios, if like each of them really went in and did a VR project, like if Naughty Dog did one and Insomniac did one and Sucker Punch did, did one, the thing would be worth it. But um, right now, just software just doesn't seem like it's there. They'd probably start to feel a bit token if they did that. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, and also it, it just seems like Sony has always been sort of like only dipping a toe into VR, like not really fully committing. Uh, oh. I'll be curious to see if they make a deal with Valve and are I've able to get Half-Life Alex on there. because I've been, I've been spoiled by the MetaQuest 2. I got no time for any VR headset that's not wireless now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how big of a splash this thing is going to make. You know, it only runs with the PS5, so it's ostensibly a $1,000 investment, um, you know, right from the ground up if you if you don't have one of those, so. Not for um, me, thanks. Yeah, same. I don't know if I'm... Yeah, I'm curious. Nick, Nick's in the chat. Nick, are you going to buy it? Um, Nick, <clears> just, buy it, just buy it and tell us what it's like. Uh, the next day, uh, February 23rd, Company of Heroes 3. Were you a big Company of Heroes guy? I know that game was, like, huge when it first came out. Not yeah. really. It's just, you know, war stuff, right? It is war stuff. <laughs> I think most games could be boiled down to just war stuff. But, but you, know, um, you know what I mean? Like I know what you mean. Army yeah, it stuff, seems like, burly I think, men. I think it's a game, you know who loves uh, uh, war stuff like this? Uncles. All right. It's if uncle you have game. an uncle, your uncle probably loves this game. So tell your uncle February 23rd. It's coming out. Um, also February 23rd, Sons of the Forest, which is a sequel to The Forest. Which oh, was a scary, right. a scary, like a scary survival game with like yeah, weird, yeah. weird cannibal mutants. Yeah, I know that one. Did you play the original Forest? I played it a bit. Starts the plane crash, right? Yes. Yeah, just sort of blurs together in my head with every other forest survival thing. Collect bits of wood, make a club, proceed. Yep. Except a bunch of big naked cannibals are running after you, which, um, yeah, I can I can get behind that at the very least. Fun. Um, the 24th has a handful of games, uh, a Kirby, a remake of an older Kirby game coming to Switch, Octopath Traveler 2, and then Kerbal Space Program 2 is finally coming out, which, the first Kerbal, one of the biggest games that I just could not wrap my head around. Yeah, me like, neither. It's very the people technical. who loved it, loved it. Well, that, you know, it's one of them Dwarf Fortress situations. Yeah, you have yeah. to be on the inside. Yeah, yeah, um... Yeah, it's like uh, well, you, Dwarf Fortress is probably a good comparison because RimWorld's the same thing where it's like games I'm interested in reading about, but I have no time or energy to actually learn how to play. Uh, but good for the people who are excited for Kerbal. Yeah, the uh, old them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, March 3rd, Wolong, Final Dynasty. That's the a Fallen Dynasty. That's the uh, the Neo team 
Team Ninja making a Souls-like. Uh, the demo came out. Uh, uh, wait, I, couple- it already was a Souls-like. Yeah, but this one looks even more like a Souls-like. <laughs> Is it um, more Western fantasy? Like, uh, like no, it's still kind of Eastern Eastern fantasy, but uh, they, they released a, a playable demo um, shortly after announcing the game. And uh, Jemaine and I streamed it, and like the game is just really fucking good. Um, oh. Doesn't really reinvent the wheel in any way, shape, or form, but in terms of like, I don't know, it was probably like the most impressive after an hour Souls like outside of of FromSoft. So I have a feeling this well, one. Well, you know, good. strong opening doesn't always follow like a strong follow up. <laughs> this, this is true. Remember Indigo Prophecy? Uh, oh, I'd rather not. Uh, also, wasn't that called Fahrenheit in your neck of the woods? Yeah, I, I keep forgetting what, what it was called in different countries. I think it was Indigo Prophecy in the U.S. and then that's Fahrenheit. What, um, that's what happens elsewhere. when you move around so much every course of life. <laughs> I get confused because uh, Ross Scott just did a game dungeon on it and he called it uh, Fahrenheit, even though he's American. So I got confused. Yeah, I don't know if it's one of those things where it's ended up becoming like everyone now calls it that thing, like Jet Set Radio. It released in the U.S. as Jet Grind Radio, but everyone yeah. just now calls it Jet Set Radio. So I don't know yeah, if like because Jet Set yeah, Radio sounds good and Jet Grind yeah. Radio does not because set, they were just like Tony Hawk's big kids love grinding. Set rhymes with jet. I mean, yeah. it's a no-brainer, surely. <laughs> well, it wasn't a no-brainer for uh, Sega of America in the late nineties. Um, March 9th, Skull and Bones finally comes out. Oh <laughs> yeah, the Sea of Thieves knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that has been in development for so so long and the thing is people just wanted them to make like assassin's creed 4 but just make it about pirates and they didn't and they no. just they made it about naval combat and then after the the rise of sea of thieves i think they were like well we need to make it more social there needs to be more social elements so i don't yep that's that's ubisoft. pretty much my noise as well ubisoft in their social elements <laughs> ubisoft yeah uh, I feel the same way. Uh, March 17th, you Bayonetta be, Origins. You be oh. soft in the head. That's what you be. We should tell Casey to use that uh, against his bosses. He probably shouldn't do that. That'd probably be a bad <clears throat> Casey, don't do that. Uh, Bayonetta Origins on March 17th. Uh, that's the the uh, sort of the top-down, almost yeah. like indie kind of thing. Uh, you're a big Bayonetta fan. Do you have any, like, are you, are you well, jazzed I'm, to explore I'm, more corners of that world? I wouldn't call myself a big Bayonetta fan. I, I don't really... know, you streamed Bayonetta 3. <laughs> yeah, I've played all three games, and I still have very little idea of what the fuck goes, is going on in those games. Yeah. I mean, it... yeah, that, that sounds about right. I'm, I don't I'm, really think I'm not, they know I don't, what's going I'm, on. I don't really consider myself invested in the plot. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Uh, March 24th, Resident Evil 4 remake. <laughs> Are we still only on March? How much Don't worry, we have on? so we have so there. There's only like five dates left in the year. Okay. Resident Four remake. You excited? Uh, no, we've been oh, over that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we have been over that. Uh, jump into May, May twelfth. Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. What happened Look to April? Uh, April. Okay, so I'm starting to think I fucked up my list a little bit because I got to April. And the two games I have in here are Hogwarts Legacy and Dead Island 2. And I had those games uh, earlier in the list, so yeah. I, I got some explaining to do to myself. Was there a, kinda, was there a delay 
between the time you started writing the list and the time you finished writing the list. I, I legitimately think there was. So I'm going to get to the bottom of that. But those two games are coming out either in February or, or April. That's fine. You'll all figure it out. It'll either be out in February or it won't. And then you'll know I, I either lied or I didn't. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I am That is my most anticipated game of the year. I cannot wait. I, I feel like they've been, be on this one, they've been working on this one for a while as well. Is it really going to be much different to Breath of the Wild at this point? So people are people are worried because um, it, it takes place. It's in the same map. This is the first uh, first proper Zelda sequel to take place in the same version of Hyrule. This isn't like a reboot or anything. This is a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Obviously, it's it's it big thing is going to just copy paste the maps and away you go. That shouldn't take so long, surely. Yeah, I don't know. It shouldn't. Have, it shouldn't have taken six years. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Um, Breath of the Wild to me was such a monumental game, though, and a, a, probably my favorite game of the decade. And so, um, and how I'm about just, that really ass? Uh, <laughs> I do love that ass. I do love that ass. It had um, a pretty strong showing in the ass department. It really did. Nintendo's been been crushing it lately. Mario's got a great ass in uh, in um, not in the movie. Mario's got a flat ass in the movie, no, no, but no. a great ass in in the games. Uh, very excited for Tears of the Kingdom. March 26th, Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Oh, um, yeah, that one. The the uh, Arkhamverse follow-up. Yeah. I mean, it's finally Rocksteady doing their first game in seven years since Arkham Knight. Um, it's uh, co-op focus, right? Uh, yes, but you can play the entire game by yourself. But also, yeah. like you always say, if you design a game, you can't design a game to be co-op and single-player. Yeah, that's what worries me. I've often said, you, well, yeah. you can design it to be co-op and single-player, but you can't optimize the game for single-player for both. Yeah, it can be optimized yeah. for single-player, or it can be optimized for multiplayer. You can't do both. Yeah, that's the thing that's <laughs> worried about uh, an, uh, a game supposedly coming out in the first half of the year without a date is Redfall, the arcane game that's like four-player uh, vampire shoot 'em up What is it with like single-player developers who've made really good single-player franchises suddenly wanting to make co-op games. I have to imagine it's it's publishers seeing how much money certain multiplayer games being and, and making and saying, hey, we need you to do this. You you need to have a recurring paycheck as opposed to it doesn't make a one-time purchase. It doesn't make sense because, you know, co-op games are very, very bad at story because yes. it's hard to pay attention to a story when you've got three other players pissing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, alongside you it just ruins the immersion yeah so i i that's agree. something publishers just willfully uh refuse to accept that you can't do an in-depth storytelling experience and multiplayer yeah even when and every time a developer does it and it fails i feel like they don't learn from it which just seems very strange to me like you would think after a certain point they'd be like all right maybe we shouldn't be doing this because these games aren't making more money they're making less money and are uh, uh, critically torn apart so um we'll see about that uh june 2nd street fighter 6th uh we've talked about that you're not a big fighting game fan but i'm very excited about street fighter 6 because it looks Blue. very weird and there's a bunch of bells and whistles on it which i'm a big fan of it does uh, look weird yeah it almost looks like it has like yakuza-esque modes where you just run around a city and just beat the shit out of random people and just... i mean even just like the visual styles it was sort of really leaning into the uh, exaggerated massive bums thing yeah talk about a game with that ass there you go. Um, June sixth, Diablo four. Uh, do you like those? Do you like the dev- those devils? Do you like Blizzard's devils? Well, I guess it might be fun to play while listening to a podcast and just there you go, clicking away with the mouse. That has a strong. That's a strong contender for best podcast game of the first half of the year. 
Uh, and then the furthest out date we have, June 22nd, is Final Fantasy 16. Another game I'm very excited about because I, like, I like those Final Fantasy boys. How exciting. Anyway, what else? Uh, unannounced things. Uh, Starfield, which oh, is obviously, yeah. um, you know, look, the, look the game that was supposed to come out quite a long time yeah, ago. I look forward to that in quarter two, 2025. Shall yep. we? Oh, no. <laughs> um, also in the art, which we talked about at the beginning, uh, uh, Sony has reiterated that Spider-Man 2 is their fall, their big fall game. Mm-hmm. Um it's i don't know if they said it's going to be co-op but the trailer shows both uh peter parker and miles morales and then the inclusion of venom so um i hope it's not co-op i hope you could just swap between the two just let me do little swapsies or between the three let me be venom let me just eat a bunch of people that'd be great do that multiplayer thing where all the players are controlling the same character but they're all controlling different bits of the character okay so yeah. One person could have, like, if it's two player, one person has the left leg and the left arm, and the other player has the right leg and the right arm. I feel like both players would try to shoot webs and go off in separate directions, and then Spider Man would just tear in half. Well, they'd have to learn to cooperate. That's the game. That's true, or else Peter Parker's bits are all over Manhattan, and no one the wants that. What's the player mode in Katamari Damacy was exactly this, by the way. Oh, was it? Yeah. I was streaming Katamari yesterday, and someone asked what the multiplayer <laughs> mode was, and I said, I literally don't know, because I've never played that game multiplayer. Was that yeah. what it was? Yeah, it was a local multiplayer where each controller controlled like a different hand to push the ball with, so you had to learn to work together. incredible. Uh, also, Katamari Damacy is so good. Yeah. It still holds up so well. Um, I think it's partially because... Uh, no other game has ever tried to do the same thing mechanically, and so well, we haven't had like 15 years. Well, of, well, Donut County Donut was County. very reminiscent of it. This is true. This is true. But it was is about putting things in a hole, not a ball. Holes are very different yeah. than balls. Also, Katamari was more skill challenge based. Uh, yeah, Donut County was roll very enough, chill. Roll, roll up enough stuff in a in a time limit. Donut County was more like a like. Not walking sim. What would you call those things you used to see a lot of, like made in Flash, where you just click on the things, things happen, like a window sill. Yeah, they almost feel ones. like, uh, <laughs> like, like when you would go to like an interactive museum as a kid, and there's just a yeah. lot of things you can kind of touch and see what happens when you touch them. Um, yeah, that's what Donut like County felt things. like. Yeah, uh, made by Ben Esposito, who had gone to make uh, Neon, Neon White. White, of course. Yeah, yeah, great game. Uh, more uh, un- undated games. Last couple before we can get to super chats. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage and Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Okay. Ubisoft uh, let, me, let me take those in order. Assassin's Creed okay. Mirage. Okay. Avatar. Kind of whatever you said. Frontiers of Pandora. Okay. Also, that was also a fart noise. Okay. Yeah. How many times did you see Avatar Two: The Way of Water in theaters over the break? I have never seen it, and okay. I never will. Okay, okay. It's it's about to pass 1.4 billion. Are you excited for James Cameron? I have no fear of missing out, I'm afraid. Okay, okay. Uh, it's funny, because you cannot see that movie, and it's not like missing out on a pop culture thing, because Avatar has zero pop culture footprint other than just making a shit ton of money, and I kind of respect that. I kind of respect that, like, like, no one talks about it. Do people just like go into the cinema just to see some lights and colorful lights and hear some funny noises and that's why it's so popular? Yes, I honestly think so. I honestly think, I think it's a lot of people who don't play video games who go to see things that literally any video game could give you. Um, and again, I just respect it. I, I respect Big Jim. I respect Big Jim just making movies that print money and good for him. Um, okay, so you gave... All right. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, last few. Alan Wake 2. You said about more Alan Wake? I thought Alan Wake American Nightmare was Alan Wake 2. I thought Control was Alan Wake 2. I thought uh, everything was Alan Wake 2. <laughs> this whole nightmare has been Alan Wake 2. Um, yeah, Alan Wake 2. You, do you have any desire to go back to that Henri, um, that, that Henri writer and being sad in a town? You're an Henri writer and sad in a town? I'm up and down on, um, What's the developer? Uh, Remedy. Remedy, that's it. I've been up yeah. and down on them. Because uh, a lot of their games I've played that made me go, why don't you just make movies? Because that seems like all you want to do. Quantum Break definitely felt like that, because like, half of that game was a movie. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. even like Control had a lot of live-action video stuff that the game expected you to just sit on your ass and watch. Yeah. I loved Control. I'm and the gameplay, the gameplay felt a bit token. It always it always feels a bit token. They have their like in depth story stuff, and then the gameplay is just pff, shoot some dudes, shoot dudes in a room. I thought the shooting control felt really good. I'd agree it feels token in uh, Quantum Break and Alan Wake, but man, I think combat in Control is some of my favorite third person combat. Okay, fine. You can throw throw bits of scenery at people. I like that. I need more games where I could do that. <laughs> um, Lies of P which uh, is still the weirdest game in existence because that is the Bloodborne Pinocchio game or the Pinocchio Bloodborne. They're not, the final game's not actually going to be called that, is it? They haven't changed it yet. It's got P in the title. Lies of P. Yeah, people, I, don't, people, I don't know. People are going to think of, of Wee Wee's when they people are absolutely gonna think of Wee, People are absolutely going to think of Wee Wee's. Um, I, Stalker 2? Again, I feel stalking? like there's already been a Stalker 2. I mean, isn't like Metro pretty much Stalker 2? Yeah, but we had like Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl and we had Stalker Clear Sky. Yeah, there's too many. I, 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 you know what? The, the number two doesn't mean anything anymore. I'm, I'm just going to go out and say that. Um, and then uh, a couple of people have been like, why aren't you talking about indie games? It's because most indie games don't have solid dates until, you know, right before they come out, which is which makes sense. But obviously, Hollow Knight might be coming out this this year. Silk Song, mm -hmm. Sea of Stars looks like a really great throwback to um, 16-bit RPGs. Uh, the Plucky Squire was one of the coolest trailers of last year. Replaced, same thing. But indie games, most of the big indie games, we don't really know about them until they slap us right in the face. And so, like when I look at my list of favorite games, and I'm even curious, like when when we get your best, worst, and blandest, mm -hmm. if the games that were on your best list are games that were on all of our radars a year ago, or if they're games that kind of just appeared out of nowhere. And, like, obviously Elden Ring was on our radars a year ago, but a lot of the big indies of this year weren't. Okay. Well, let's say at least one game from my top five would probably have been on your radar a year ago. Ooh, tease. Is that this week? Is this week Best Worst Blandest? Yes, that's that's the video that's coming out on Wednesday, is my top, oh my top bottom God. and blandest fives of 2022. Oh my god, if you can guess all 15 chat, you become the editor-in-chief, and Nick yeah. gets your job, whatever your job is in real life, unless it in, involves in machinery order, that Nick isn't qualified for. In order, you gotta get the order right. 
you have to get the order right yeah yeah um so, so yeah sign in in the comments below um do you want to get the super chats are you able to handle super chats uh, you read the super chats i'm gonna read the super chats um i think i think i got them all so we're good uh starting right off the top doran grossman naples the two dollar donation gross nipples it's doran gross nipples comment was just yahtzee okay two dollars just to say yahtzee incredible what name, a time to be alive where it's out incredible uh will cooling uh been a member for two years or a member for 32 months it says both in my thing and i don't know why it's very strange uh join the tip jar though thank you so much will uh the dogmatic director been a member for six months uh says wow yacht sounds like classic yahtzee from 2017 hope you get to feeling better and get plenty of juice yeah i'm never sure what juice to drink because i got orange juice but it's acidic so it sort of irritates my throat more a little bit that's not good maybe uh maybe a nice know. cranberry uh well that's even more acidic isn't it uh oh aren't all juices acidic well some more than big, others. get a big uh what about a big milkshake well that wouldn't be acidic but it would probably be a bit claggy it would <laughs> yes this is true um kate brockman uh been a member for two months has uh a, a dual five dollar donations back to back says youtuber voice silent hill 2 is an analog horror walking simulator that puts you in liminal spaces with that five nights at freddy style lore and jump scares that'll leave you traumatized as bendy and the ink machine did so without further ado let's dive in is that yeah are that, you gonna have a, a review that sounds like that when it comes up that definitely sounds like a shithead youtuber who uh has only just got silent hill 2 uh in recent years because it's referencing a lot of stuff that came after it Womp womp. Um, <coughs> yeah, I didn't mention Silent Hill 2 earlier just because I don't know if that's actually coming out this year. Um, well, we know also... so little about what actually is going to happen out of that <laughs> Konami announcement stream, do we? Don't we? Uh, hey, Konami's promised even more revisits of classic franchises, so maybe they're going to do all of that weird shit with Metal Gear Castlevania. Yeah. That'd be exciting. You sound like Sideshow Bob when he, when he stepped on the rake and he was very upset. Yeah. Uh, okay, going back to uh, Michael Wolf. Thank you so much. Said Yahtzee, will you be reviewing Persona 3 Portable when it comes out? Probably not. I'm, to be honest, probably not. Uh, other rumors I was reading says that aside from this port, that they're doing an entire remake of Persona 3 in the Persona 5 engine. That's been the scuttlebutt recently. Well, which seems strange. Why? I don't know. Uh, part of me is worried that they just some like something about Persona 6 is like super fucked up. And that they keep being like, ah, just give them the old games. Just uh, shut them up. Just have them, have them play this. Um, and I don't want that to happen because I want Persona 6 to be great. Because well, I Persona love Persona 3 4 and 5. feels a bit uh, standard compared to Persona 4 and 5. Because Persona 4 yeah. and 5 actually, what really singles them out for me is they have such a great upbeat vibe, which mm -hmm. is so rare in other Shin Megami Tensei games. Yeah, there's plenty of games for sad boys. Have have, yeah. have games for us for us not set boys. Yeah, I want a game like Persona Four where I actually want to watch the intro cinematic because it makes me feel good. Yeah, it's great. I'm very excited for Persona Four. Uh, Big Juby with a five pound donation. Thank you so much. Said out of curiosity, if you had to axe one of your book series, which would it be? The Jacques McCune saga or the Data Files? I guess I'd axe Jacques McCune, and specifically, I'd axe it probably later this year when the third and final installment comes out. <laughs> because it's going to be axed in general. Um, well, that's exciting. You, it's it's for sure coming out later this year. Or is it going to be delayed like Starfield? 
Well, uh, hopefully. Well, the audiobook version will probably come out this year. Probably not the print version. Uh, oh. Has that been the order of your other books? Yeah, I yeah. always assumed... I have oh, a, interesting. Sort of a standing arrangement with Audible. Uh, that my books are Audible originals for at least six months before the print version comes out. I didn't know that. Well, that's neat. Um, well, I feel like I've mentioned it. Maybe you forgot. Uh, that's true. I was probably I was probably I was probably playing Marvel Snap when you talked about it. Uh, Dylan Kuntz, thank you so much for the ten dollars donation. Said Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yahtzee. Any games upcoming in twenty twenty three that you're excited to review? And Marty, any waifus? I mean, old animes recommended newer old anime recommendations for twenty twenty three. Well, what's a game that you? Well, how do you get excited to review things? You don't get excited to review things, right? You just you no. review them and then yeah, I yeah. play them. It's my job. Do you get excited about your job, asshole? What if he works at the candy factory? That would be an exciting job. I imagine any job eventually starts feeling like a job. Yes, like you go to the candy factory and go, oh god, another bloody <laughs> eight hours tasting walnut whips. <laughs> what am I making of my life? <laughs> um. And then, uh, in terms of, uh, I have no anime recommendations for 2023 because I just don't know. I, I like I don't keep keep track of what's coming soon in anime. Uh, however, I just watched a series called Bochi the Rock. Highly recommended. Really wholesome about a girl with crippling uh, anxiety who wants who's like a, a guitar prodigy and wants to come out of her shell by starting a a rock band with other high schoolers. I thought it was delightful. Everyone check it out. It's on Crunchyroll. Bochi the Rock. Okay. You're not gonna check it out. Multi D. Just a $20 donation and no comment. Multi-D, thank you so much. Pretty classy. See, that's the classy comments I like. Oh, yeah. The Piss Bandit, speaking of classy, uh, says, Hey, Yasi, uh, which hypothetical scenario would be funnier? David Cage being brought on to remake Silent Hill 2 or Sweary making a Souls-like? Uh, well, the second one probably wouldn't fill me with hatred and despair. So the second one. So the second one. Uh, yeah, that sounds... I mean, but honestly, I mean, like now, you, you, now you, you mentioned it, I sound I'm pretty intrigued. Actually, sweary making a souls like I'd be up for that. Yeah, but also like we were saying with Silent Hill two um, before when it was first revealed that we would kind of rather just have a if someone's going to remake it, just do something weird and different with it. Don't just yeah. kind of do the same thing. Um, just not David Cage because his games make me feel embarrassed. He's too busy in the Star Wars universe. And for the entire industry. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> That's so much embarrassment. Um, sorry, David, if you're, if you're listening. Uh, Speaking of David, uh, <laughs> that, that was great. That's exactly what he sounds like. Uh, Dylan Kuntz, been a member for two years, says, just signed up for the Patreon. Does this mean I can cancel my YouTube subscription, or should I leave them both uh, if I prefer watching on YouTube? Um, the, the Patreon, I'm pretty sure, is like linked to Nick. You're in the comments. I'm pretty sure the Patreon is linked to YouTube. The only difference would be you wouldn't have a green name anymore on YouTube. You would get all the same early access comment, uh, content on mm. Patreon. But you need to like stay on tip jar, the lowest tier, if you yes. still want a green name. And remember, Patreon does support us better. And yes. if you have a YouTube subscription, it, some money has to go to YouTube, which is run by evil corporate people. Yes, and if, uh, Patreon takes a much smaller cut. Yeah. than YouTube does. So we make more off a dollar than that. Uh, Mason Daniel, been him for six months, says, hello from my last day of freedom. Thanks, guys. What, you get oh, married? he's going to prison? I thought he was going to prison. Well, my first thought was getting married, so I think that tells us about 
what stage of life we're all in comparatively. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm in the like, oh, shit, we're robbing a bank and going to prison stage of my life. Yeah. Um, uh, Spagelicious Delicious with a two euro donation uh, going off our Hogwarts conversation said, I just want to see PS1 Hagrid again. Have you have you been exposed to the PS1 Hagrid? Uh, it's possible. I remember seeing screenshots um, of a Hagrid. In yeah, it's a, it's, a, graphics. it's a real nightmare. I believe it was from the original uh, either Sorcerer's Stone or Chamber Chamber of Secrets games. Let's just see what comes up if you Google PS1 Hagrid. Oh, also Mason just said he's a high school teacher, so Last Day of Freedom <laughs> is just going back to teaching high school tomorrow. Oh god, he looks like a Womble. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What's a Womble? Look it up. I ain't here to educate you, asshole. Wow. W-O-M-B-L-E? Yeah. That doesn't... That ain't anything. Oh, never mind, I did. Ooh, I don't like that at all. I don't like him. Why did you have me go there? <laughs> I don't want to look up Wombles at all. Uh, Stan Tobias, with a $10 donation, said, Hey, Yahtzee, after listening to the data books on Audible, I can't help but wonder if Victor Casson is at all based on Harry Dresden. So I was wondering if you could shed some light on this. Um... Not really. I always pictured Victor as uh, looking like a young Neil Gaiman. Okay. I think it's just, you know, dude wearing a long coat. Sure. Was Neil Gaiman known for uh, his coats? It was more the hair. More the okay, hair gotcha. and dressing all in black the whole time. Gotcha. Um, that seems like something Neil Gaiman would do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's Harry Dresden? He's the protagonist of the Dresden Files books by Jim Butcher. Mm. Who was is there a TV a, show based on that? Yeah, there was, and Jim okay. Butcher is a huge dog. Uh, in a good way or in a bad way? Well, uh, he writes an urban fantasy series about a wizard in New York who wears a trench coat and a cowboy hat. <laughs> All right. He's, he's a dog. Question answered. <laughs> Question answered. Uh, Dimitri, been a member for one year with a five Canadian dollar donation, said, can't stay. We'll watch later. I bought uh, HP sauce after the post CP where you said it didn't have pre-cum yachts. COVID makes it uh, taste like pure vinegar, though. Um, so in a post CP, you assured people that HP yeah. sauce doesn't have pre-cum? Yeah, people were complaining about ketchup pre-cum. And I was recommending HP oh, sauce, gotcha, which I have gotcha. never, I've never experienced pre-cum in my HP enjoying situations. When I first read that, uh, I, I first gave a quick look at the, the the chat, and it, I just went to Harry Potter with HP, and let me tell you, didn't like what was going on with that pre-cum. Uh, so I'm glad it ended up actually making sense. I remember saying, "Isn't it great that we can say ketchup pre-cum, and everyone immediately knows what you're talking about?" Uh, it is. Yeah, it is pretty good. You can't say pre-cum in the first eight seconds of a YouTube video, though. Did you read that thing? Your video is immediately demonetized if you swear within the first eight seconds of a video. So if you do cusses in the first eight seconds, you got to cut it out. you got to wait till 10 seconds to do cusses. Wait. Pre-cum. Surely the algorithm wouldn't pick up on pre-cum. Because what if you're saying it as saying like, um, oh, I hope George Dupree comes to my party. <laughs> That would be, I feel like if someone said that, I would immediately just point at them and say pre-cum. Uh, that's true. I guess you can, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the algorithm knows uh, knows what pre-cum is. Um, Nick says, you guys have just said it 10 times in a row. We're not eight seconds into the video. We're all the way into the middle of the video. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. 
Uh, Spazalicious, delicious, uh, with a 10 euro donation, said, I think the Harry Potter universe might be too, quote, personal for a video game to depict. If you grew up with those books in that world, you probably have a hard time imagining how you'd fit into that world. Are you imagining... Oh, you pr you've probably had time to imagine how you'd fit Okay, so you're imagining this is like a Sonic Forces scenario where it's for people who want to live the fantasy of getting to shake Dumbledore's hand. But I think that's part of like the whole thing. Like I think you cre you create a wizard in this, and you um, yeah you yeah. choose your house. So I think it is very much a like this is my adventure kind of thing. Do you choose your house? I thought the hat did that. Yeah, but I mean you got to have some sway over that, right? It's not just a hat randomly assigning me to like fucking well, Hufflepuff and me quitting the game. Well, in the first Harry Potter book, Harry was able to sway the hat into putting him into Gryffindor rather than Slytherin. So I suppose, yes, you could have a little sequence where you sway the hat. Yeah, see, there you go. Someone read the first six books. It's you. There you go. You read the first six books. Um, Multi-D, 13, uh, been a member for two years. In bonus content, said, did either of you have a favorite game innovation of 2022 that you think pushed the medium forward or did something cool that you'd like to see in other games? That's a pretty good question. Um, if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Do you have anything that stood out? Uh, I guess the neon white felt like the most exciting and innovative game concept. Yeah, I was going to say the way Neon White uh, taught me um, sort of or gave me like the basics of what it would feel like to learn to speedrun a game, which is something I never thought I ever cared about doing. Mm. But it made that kind of concept very manageable and bite-sized. Mm. I think there was a pretty good Game Maker's Toolkit video on the subject. Uh, there was, yeah. I just watched it over break. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think that's one of like the crowning achievements of that. I also really nice. liked the manual in Tunic. Um, the way Tunic oh, uses yeah, its manual. Good. Again, I don't think these are things I want other games to take wholesale. It's not like the Nemesis system that I want every other game to have. Um, yeah. It's just two individual elements. The thing, I really like. the thing I want other games to do is come up with innovative ideas. Yeah, so in in the way that I want them to do what Neon White did, just with something completely different that I didn't realize go. I wanted. Yeah. There you go. See, is that that hard? It's, it's probably that hard. Um, Jake in Montana with a $4 donation said, I bet they skip Resident Evil 9 and go to Resident Evil 10. That's impossible. They well, you seem to be uh, confused because we're at Resident Evil 4 at the moment, apparently. Like 20,000 yeah, games true. in. That is true. How come, Numbers how come they just are keep, meaningless. How come they keep forgetting about Code Veronica? Well, because the numbers do. It went straight from Resident Evil 3 to Resident Evil 4. That is true. Resident Evil CV. Resident Evil cover letter. Um, Gelden, been a member for a year with a file or donation, said, my current fixation of 2023 is the Kingdom End expansion for X4 Foundations. Do you have a temperature on this juicy piece of Egosoft jank, gents? I know what all those words individually mean, but sure. together they made no sense. No. The Kingdom End expansion for X4 Foundations, juicy piece of Egosoft jank. 
That was please, a lot of words. Please, please go away. You frightened me. Oh, Gildan. I hope you are having a great time with your kingdom, with your kingdom, Jank. Uh, Tsunami Doucher with a file or donation says, Greetings, Yahtzee and Marty. Have you played or thought of the Breath of the Wild games? Have no. You here? Oh, no. Sorry. Breath of Fire. I said Breath of the Wild. I meant Breath yes. of Fire. Are they, are they, I just slopped them alongside every other JRPG franchise that I've never How? played, like Suikoden. Oh, Suikoden 1 and 2 Remastered are coming out this year. Are you excited? No. Okay. You're not excited. Um, I have only played Breath of the Wild 3. I think that was the first one on PS1, and I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I tried to play a little bit of uh, the, the first Breath of the Wild, which is on Switch Online for the Super Nintendo, and it feels very old. Um, yes. Uh, Phantom Knight with a $10 donation. Thank you so much. Says, I want a co-op Spider-Man game where you play as Spider-Man, a bunch of spiders with a consciousness of Peter in a Spidey suit, and everyone is a different group of spiders. Is that a real man? It sounds like Octodad. Uh, it does. It sounds like we're getting close to your dream game of, of two people controlling Spider-Man at the same time. I guess it would be like Twitch plays Pokemon. Yeah, if there's like a million different yeah. uh, people million, trying to control the body. Spiders all shoving in different directions. Yeah. That'd be a fun sort of gimmick art game. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be like a good like Let Them Dare or like Game Jam game. Mm. That could be cute. Uh, Laura Bushell with a 449 pound donation said, just listening to one of your podcasts and turns out you're live now. Not super into video games, but weirdly enjoy listening to you talk. So thanks. I get that a lot. It's this very sexy voice. Well, I feel like anyone would, would completely not want to listen to your voice after this episode, or maybe want to listen to your voice more. Well, I've been seeing a lot of comments saying, Ooh, your voice is even nicer to listen to now. So you just have to be sick year round. Oh, it's that on. easy. I don't like that at all. Oh my god, there's so many there's so many donations left. And I just want to leave. Two uh, C Phoenix with a twenty dollar donation. So between Pikmin Four, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and Silk Song, this is the most excited I've been for a year in ages. You've spoken about your favorites year, favorite years in gaming, but do you remember what year you were most excited for going in? Mine was 2015. Uh, maybe some year when I was a kid because I was excited about getting a Nintendo for Christmas. Yeah, it probably would have. Yeah, I think you missed out a super chat there. Did I? Did, uh, you please, please go ahead because I'm I'm going from a list I am personally making. Well, so my list said uh, had Abdurman give five dollars and say, "Why did Yahtzee gain a posh British accent all of a sudden?" Probably because I'm having to focus on talking, and when I focus on talking, I have a received pronunciation accent. Yeah, you it, you almost sound like you could be like the concierge at a fancy hotel. We serve food here, sir. See? You know the hotel's fancy if they serve food. Mm. Uh, Andy Anako uh, joined the tip jar, just said Marty. And I think that was uh, in response to uh, uh, Doran Grossman Naples just saying Yahtzee. And then Doran Grossman Naples, with another $2 donation, just said Croshaw. Well, props for spelling it right, I suppose. Uh, that is, that's a plus. Uh, Mike Tape with a file our donation says, long time listener, question for each of you. Uh, which is one dead, one long dead series that you think uh, could do with a sequel or reboot? Uh, I'd like another infamous game. Yeah. I'd like that superhero sandbox fun. One that isn't yeah. infamous second son. Or I'd just, yeah. maybe I just want infamous two to be uh, brought on, out on Steam. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to remake a game, go remake that. Remake Infamous 2. Make it all or, pretty. Or remaster it. Or remaster it, yeah. That's what uh, I want, yeah. really. Don't 
feel like you better have to put the effort in. Just put it through an HD filter and shove it on Steam. I'd be happy, thanks. Yeah. It's, I wonder if somebody's going to go back and, and put some of those old games on, on PC. Obviously, they're like slowly doling stuff out. Like The Last of Us Part 1 is coming out on PC, I think coinciding in a month or two with the show. Well, wake um, me up when Bloodborne's out. I don't... I, don't, I, I, have, I, I can't even begin to posit why it's not out yet. I genuinely don't know. Uh, Shantanu Bata, thank you so much for the donation, said, get well soon, Yahtzee. Put these AEDs towards your American healthcare system fund. Oh. Okay. Well, that made me depressed already. Hopefully my health insurance is coming through soon. Uh, I for, we had to sign up for new health insurance. Did you sign up for the new health insurance? Yeah, yeah, I'm signed up. I'm enrolled. Okay, good. Good. Uh, SVS Guru, been a member for a year with a five-euro uh, donation, said, hey there, Yahtzee, hope you feel better soon. As an expert of the English language, why is biography pronounced bio- biography and not biography? I'm not an expert on the English language, SVS Guru 2000. I come from England, and I'm a writer. This is not the same thing as being an expert in the English language. <laughs> Although I do routinely get Queen Bee in the spelling bee puzzle. Uh, what is what is that? Is that like if you're good at spelling? It's, it's one of the New York Times puzzles that you can do once a day. Okay. And they, if you're really good at it, they call you Queen Bee? Yeah. You have to come up with as many words as you can using only seven letters, and they all have to have one of the letters specifically in it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> And uh, you get Queen B if you find every possible word you can get. That would be hard. I got I'm Queen really B today. The pangram was inefficient. How many words did you get out of it? Uh, about 25. No, wait, it wasn't inefficient. That was just one of the words. I think oh. uh, invective was the pangram. Incredible. See, you are an English master, even if, you do, even if you're too embarrassed. I'm good at anagrams. It's not the same thing. Uh, Pattern Pike been a member for six months using bonus content to say, do you think uh, we're getting close to affordable VR? You know, it's not so much affordable VR as VR that uh, isn't incredibly heavy on your face that I'm yeah. holding out for. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about before how it kind of needs to be uh, as simple as like putting on a pair of sunglasses. Yeah, we still need to shrink the tech down a bit, which happily yeah. is what tech usually does, get smaller and smaller. <laughs> Yeah, if you look at what cell phones were like 30 years ago and, and what they're like now, that's absolutely yeah. the case. <clears throat> uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Chattanoo, uh bouncing off that same thing with another donation, said, is anything interesting threatening to happen with VR in 2023? I mean, well, PSVR yes. 2 seems to be like the big thing. If you right? count PSVR 2, then that, yes. Yeah, but, um, you know, unless that uh, that Horizon game ends up being incredible, like I, I don't think there's a game that is going to like push things forward quite like how Alex did and even Alex I don't, would you even say it pushed things forward or it was just really fucking good and a, almost like an anomaly I don't know I guess it feels like you know a really good VR game but as you say yeah unique still yeah it doesn't feel like a thing that really like caused more than a blip in in the interest in VR and like the people who had VR mm. loved it and I don't know how many people it got to you know buy no, it just felt like, you know, a significant thing for tech nerds. Because Valve are tech nerds, and they make games for tech nerds. Yeah, and it was just kind of exciting to uh, to, to have Valve make a game. <laughs> because they used to yeah. do that, and they used to any, be really good. Any game. Yeah. Uh, 2C Phoenix with a $10 donation. Thank you so much. Said, over the last few years, I've gotten a sense that you've been running out of things to say about your bland 5. Have you ever considered changing it, perhaps, to Weird 5 or something like that? No. There must always be a bland 5. 
because there are games that are bad not because they're you know bad but because mm -hmm. they're just mediocre and in yeah. many ways mediocrity is even worse than being bad and that is yep. why i must always shame the bland games there you go do you um <clears throat> did you find it was uh, easier more difficult the same this year coming up with your lists than previous years oh it's always easy to come up with the bland <laughs> list yeah you just go down i just go down the list of everything i reviewed that year and uh, write down everything that i'd forgotten about Probably the hardest thing is like cutting it down to pairing it yeah. down to five. Yeah. Uh, funny. Uh, thank you so much uh, to see Phoenix. Uh, Beast Marsh with a follower donation. Thanks so much. Beast Marsh said, Happy New Year, and I hope Yahtzee feels better soon. Me too. I hope I feel better for the next few hours because I have to record extra punctuation at some point. Oh, no. Andy uh, <clears throat> C, thank you so much for the donation. Said, I, for one, would love to see more experiments along the lines of vampire survivors. Any thoughts? Get well soon, Yahtzee. Happy New Year to both of you. Have you futzed around vampire survivors at all? I have. It just feels like a clicker game, but yeah. without clicking. It's a zero clicks game. <laughs> it's a zero clicks game. Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, I like that the genre is described as bullet heaven instead of bullet hell. Um, mm. Like it is a bullet hell game, but you are the ones. You are the one firing the bullets, not avoiding the bullets. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's kind of fun to play while listening to podcasts, as I do. Yeah, I grew to. Uh, I grew to appreciate it a little bit more over the break. I actually played a decent amount of it on Xbox and on my yeah. phone over the break. I played a bit more lately because yeah. I was messing around with shit on my laptop, or shit that would yeah. run on my laptop while, while you I was were in the mountains. The cabin. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Kate Brockhausen with a two dollar donation said, "Your EP got me thinking about my own romance story." Thanks. Yes, this is the expectation that's currently only available to members. So uh, that's coming out on Thursday for everyone on YouTube. It's an expectation on my favorite romance in video games, my favorite love story in video games. Which is a very rare thing. Which, I didn't even uh, know. I didn't see the video go. I don't even know what the what the topic is. I'm excited to watch it. Well, you'll have to watch it and find out. I will. Yeah. Uh, that guy you know with a five dollar donation. Thank you so much. Said Yahtzee review a JRPG, but those things are offensively Japanese. I'm never like, oh, that line since Yahtzee was part of the Japanese games bad gang. You were oh. a part of the Japanese games bad gang. Well, I've softened from those days. Maybe oh. I was running with a bad crowd. When was that? When was that? I don't know. Before I played Persona Five, I assume. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You, you gotta allow, you gotta allow time for Scrooge to become good Scrooge at the end of the story, or the Grinch to become good Grinch. See, Yahtzee has evolved into good Yahtzee. There you go. Proud of you, Yahtzee the White. <laughs> um, Jake in Montana with a three dollar donation said, "Is Kojima's Xbox game coming out in 2023?" Uh, my gut says no. I mean, maybe it is, but uh, my my gut would say no because it hasn't even been officially been revealed yet. Other than I am working with Xbox on a game, and people think it's that horror game with Margaret Qualley. Right. Um. So yeah, we'll see. You know who I love though, Kojima. I think he's great. Good for you, Kojima. Yeah, he's a uh, uh, he's he's a fella. <laughs> he is a fella. Uh, John Connor with five Canadian dollars says, "Happy New Year's, y'all." Do you? Uh, what do you predict will be the most shit game this year from what we know about? Well, we want to know. I hope none of the games are shit. Yeah, I mean, I want them to be good. I yeah, want them to play good games. And uh, who yeah. can predict these things? Yeah, I don't think any of the games we mentioned is going to be one of the shittest games of the year. But they could well be. They could, they could be. 
As long as it's not Zelda, then I'm keep, fine. Keep an open mind. Let yeah. things surprise you. Exactly. Look at that, John Connor. Uh, Mr. Black Darkness with a two euro donation said Marty and Casey play all the Harry Potter games. Oh, oh, that's too many games. To, we're still wrestling up the money for them playing all the Half Life games, as you'll see in the top left there. I'm excited. Oh yeah, and we're doing we're we're doing great. We're starting uh, Revengeance on Thursday. I um, still that is think, not a Half Life game. That is our last. Uh, I still think game. they need to start with the original Half Life Gold Source and play Opposing Force and maybe Blue Shift and then play Half Life Two and then play Black Mesa. That's what I'm saying. So much. I, initially, I said we should play Kingdom Hearts, but then I was like, that's too much Kingdom Hearts. Now you're just no. doing the Kingdom Hearts thing to us. Well, even all of that is like the length of one Kingdom Hearts game. I, I guess that is true. Most of those games are like five to ten hours, so that's easy. Uh, Raffle Visalki uh, with five Zwoti. Thank you so much, Raffle. Uh, Wesley Thomas with five Canadian dollars said, I'd be more excited for a Dead Space remake if it wasn't an EA game. Never mind, quote, making three good, uh, end quote, we'll be lucky if you don't make the remake like three. Well, maybe um, EA will come back around. Maybe they'll do a Konami and suddenly want to be friends with us again at some point. Yeah. Also, like, Capcom was in the doldrums at one point, and we all like them again, so... Um, do we? Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, people like Monster Hunter, people are excited for... Uh, um, people are excited where Resident Evil is gone. People are looking forward to Street Fighter. I think this is like a this is a high point for for Capcom. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, uh, Jacob Montana with a two dollar donation said Breath of the Wild three has was better on Stadia. That was that was rude, rude Jacob Montana. Did you uh, were you sad that Stadia's Stadia's done? No. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I knew you were you were like a big you were a big early adopter to Stadia. Well, I tried it out because someone suggested it, and then I never thought about it again. Was that someone, Nick? Because Nick was a big, Nick was legitimately a big fan of Stadia. It, it might have been Nick, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nick hasn't been the same since Stadia's gone. Uh, Sinistar, I've been him for early access for one month, says nothing to add, but Marty's pretty cool. Thank you, Sinistar. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, Kate Brockhausen with a $2 donation said, I want you to whisper sweet nothings into my ear. Sweet nothings. I didn't like that at all. Uh, I liked it. I liked it zero amount. When um, you have sex, your penis repeatedly rubs against a mucus plug within the cervix. Mm. Nope. That was that HP sauce pre coming again. Not a fan. Not a fan of it at all. Just think uh, about that next time you're going down, your lady. Mm. <laughs> We are so close to the end of these, and then this happened. There was only f there was only three super chats left. We were so close to the finish line. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Cade, for ruining my Monday. Uh, Miko with a five euro donation. Thank you so much. Said Wanted Dead is on Valentine's Day from the creator of Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden. It emulates PS3 slash 360 era third person shooters. Plus, Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, I actually forgot to put that on the list. Wanted Dead is one I'm weirdly looking forward to. It's Team Ninja and Itagaki and. It, it looks like a really is, is it weird west setting uh no it is not which is wanted dead absolutely sounds like that but no it's like sort of semi future tokyo i think oh, okay um we did have a lot of we did have a lot of weird west set games last year though so um that wouldn't surprise me um well, apparently weird west uh was a thing before the game weird west 
Yeah, it was like a subgenre apparently. Yeah, which I, I was didn't looking know. it up. Yeah. Sort of uh, old west meets Lovecraftian and horror and fantasy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so for some reason that genre is, has a made a comeback last year. And yeah, uh, Doran Grossman Naples with another five dollars. Thank you so much, Doran. Said more seriously, thanks for helping to bring Spirit Fairer into the public consciousness. I cried over a cheating a cheating lion for fifteen minutes straight last week. I'm oh, did you play much, it for the first time? I'm not sure how much help it needed from me, but. Uh... I'm glad a lot of people appreciate it now. You should watch the Escapist documentary on it. Absolutely. One of the best. Nick, link it in the comments. Yeah. Uh, that uh, I'm really excited to see what that team does next. Um, there's a lot, a lot of my favorite indie games of the last like five or ten years. I'm excited because their authors haven't made a follow-up yet. So I'm looking forward to like what the Outer Wilds team does after Outer Wilds and what Lucas Pope does after... Oberdin. Um so messing you know, around with that play date thing. Yeah, I don't know what is going on. That I'm gonna be honest, that crank is collecting dust behind me, and I'm not not thrilled. That was a lot of money I spent on a on a dust crank. Uh Andy C, thank you so much for the donation. Said I for one would love a small viral game along the lines of Wordle. If you could create such a game, what genre would it be? Have you ever thought about creating like a a, a little word puzzle game? Like you love word puzzles. Yeah, but I don't really like making them. I like making, you know, narrative-based experience. I like realizing, I like setting scenes and creating atmosphere and telling stories. I couldn't really make a, like a, I wouldn't have much interest in making a small viral puzzle game. Counterpoint, the world guy sold it to the New York Times for seven figures. Seven figures, you know, how how far is that going to go in this day and age? He made the game as a little treat for his wife and sold it for millions of dollars. <laughs> I think yeah. I don't know. That seems yeah, seems millions, nice. Millions, millions. I feel like in within rampant inflation, a million is a perfectly achievable sum of money these days. Johnny Triple A to... over here doesn't want his millions; only wants his billions. I get like a hundred thousand dollar job, and you only have to work ten years, and you got a million dollars. I mean, it just sounds like a lot. But then you have to spend money. What? You, what? Is, this is insane to me. This is this can't be an argument. We well, have maybe been living in, if you have been living in Northern California too long, but it won't get you. you won't have. even won't even land you that good of a house. A it won't dollars. even get you the money to to drain the creek running in front of well, your there you. There you go. Um, yeah, I know it goes uh, far if you're in the Midwest, Nick. I know you could live like a fucking king in Kansas City with a million dollars, but then you'd have to live in Kansas City. Oh, Nick, Kansas City sounds nice. Barbecue, the the, the Chiefs are, are a really good football team. I don't think Nick lives in Kansas City. I don't know where Nick lives. Kansas City. Oh, does he? Yeah. I, just, I just plucked Kansas City out of my head. I, I, <laughs> I think you subconsciously knew that at some point, and so it just kind of like okay, was fine. jammed back there. Uh, Snake <laughs> of the Garden with a two euro donation. Thank you so much. Said donation because yachts made me laugh. I think that was back when you did that awful, awful little... ASMR sex. Okay. Yeah. I uh, don't want don't want any of that at all. Uh, Michael Johnson. Yes, the one referencing mucus plugs. Yes. Oh, good. Just really terrible. Uh, Michael Johnson, been a member for two months in early access. Thank you so much, Michael Johnson. SVS Guru with a five euro donation said, Have you bid on the Nuki tape from RLM on eBay? It currently sits at $80,000. What is no. the Nuki tape? Well, Red Letter Media did a video about uh, the rising collector's market for old VHS tapes. Okay. And they decided to see if they could get one of their old copies of Nuki, which is a really bad B-movie. 
Okay. <clears throat> that they have uh, like a million copies of as a running gag and mm-hmm. uh, tried to like sell it as a collector's item. And then they like posted an auction for it and probably because they just made a funny video about it there's, and they said they were going to give the proceeds to charity. They've got like uh, an 80000 a dollar bid on there at the moment and uh, oh well, that's I'm, great i haven't bid on it because i'm not that much of a simp svs guru 2000 <laughs> how much of a simp are you like a little are you a little bit of a simp? i'm i'm i have certain simp like qualities when it comes to red letter media but not okay. that much okay you're you're a mild simp yeah that's fine uh king dead 42 with the two large donations said marty's got a dusty crank i do have a dusty crank it's behind me it's it's probably it doesn't even have batteries anymore it's a dusty crank that that's out of juice i'll play it again i'll play it again i'll figure it out there'll be some day yeah. where I'm, I'm sad and lonely and i just need some cranking yeah juice of that fun. crank juice of that crank, yeah. boy we need to be charging for these little audio bits you can make a lot of money on certain corners of the internet with that well we do um, we do charge money so the people can watch me doing audio before everyone else i guess that is true that's literally what this whole thing has just been uh and that that's it it looks like that's that's that was our super chats you guys did very good today let me tell you everyone in the chat was so nice oh well it's a good start to the year then yeah well uh yeah thanks for watching slightly something else uh what have we got coming up this week for our simp fans for our simpies, uh, uh, Casey and Jesse will be playing a game tonight. I believe it is one of those Pokemon likes for hidden gems. That's like not Ooh. not Pokemon, but a game that's like Pokemon. Um, okay. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah, there are a few of them. And then uh, yeah, I think we're we're back. It's called Coromon. That sounds like a Digimon, if I'm going to be honest. So that, that's uh, a pretty. That's a thin disguise, isn't it? Yeah, you especially if it's a port portmanteau of something. Uh, and then in terms of uh, uh, new original content, uh, everyone can now check out uh, Frost's new episode of Cold Take Ooh. that went up um, that about uh, how playing Marvel's Midnight Suns unintentionally made him a better critic. It's mostly about Marvel's Midnight Suns and Ratatouille, and it's a really delightful video. So, huh. um, yeah, then we'll be back at it uh, with with regular streams um, throughout the rest of the week. We'll, we'll be back with we'll be doing you know recap and, and breakout and editor's hour right. and the Metal Gear streams and everything. And don't forget, on Wednesday is my zero punctuation. Yes. Top five, bottom five, and blandest five games of 2022. Yeah. I what are you going to... Yeah, what do you stream for that? Uh, I guess we'll just stream the winner. We'll stream the game that won best game again. Oh, I thought it was going to be the blandest game. <coughs> That'd be pretty sad. Uh, that would um, be hard to get enthusiastic about. Uh, this is this is true. Uh Cool. And then it's, uh, we're, uh, like I said, we, we, uh, thanks to your guys' incredible donations and, and patronage. We hit our goal to play, uh, Sea of Thieves. We are locking down a time. It won't be this week, but we will probably start yeah. next week. Uh, it looks like we're locking down a time. We may have locked down a time, depending on if Yahtzee can, can do it. But, um, okay. yeah, right, let's check, check news on that coming soon. And, uh, don't forget, uh, extra punctuation going public for everyone on Thursday on the subject of romance in video games. Hubba hubba. Do you do any ASMR in that video? Only in the, the, the usual sense, in that I use my voice <laughs> and to talk and say words with. There you go. Perfect. All right. Well, I guess that'll be it from us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, thank you everyone for, for joining. I hope everyone had a great new year. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you're all here for a year of excitement. 
Bye. See you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye.